Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome to this episode. Today is going to be a critical episode for you to understand. So first, you understand, hey, if you're a federal employee, if something happens to you, is your spouse going to be okay, whether you die in retirement or whether you die during your career? We're going to certainly answer that. But also, if you're a non-federal employee and you're married to a federal employee, this is going to be almost more critical for you to understand what you get and what you don't get, where the line starts and where the line stops. So let's dive right in. We got This is actually based on a question we got from one of you guys. If you have questions about your federal benefits or the TSP or taxes or anything when it comes to maximizing your retirement as a federal employee, feel free. There's a link below in the description. Submit those to us and we produce all our future content based on, well, most of our future content based on the questions you guys submit. And this is what the question says. This gentleman or lady, I'm not sure which, one of of the genders, they ask, I am planning on retiring in about five years. It is my intent to take a reduced annuity to ensure a survivor benefit for my spouse in the case I die first. But I hit a deer earlier this week and it made me wonder what what happened to my annuity if I die before I am receiving it. Is there any way I can ensure that she gets some of it? Okay. Great, great question. So let me break this down. So this federal employee is planning to retire in five years. Okay. So they're thinking about retirement. They're thinking about all those things. And if you guys haven't heard about survivor benefits already, survivor benefits, which he references here, is basically when you retire on your retirement application, you elect how much of your pension you want your spouse to get if something happened to you. However, it's not free to elect this. So, so most people are like, why not just elect the, the full amount? Well, it's not free, and, and that's why. And we'll talk through some of those options. But to give, you, to give you some context, this federal employee is, hey, when I retire, I'm going to elect so my spouse can have a big piece of my pension if I was to pass away. But what happens if I pass away before I retire? What? I just hit a deer last week. It freaks me out. I want to make sure she's going to be okay no matter what. So no matter where you're at, whether whether you're 20 or 50, whatever, you got to understand what's going to happen to your benefits, whether you, you pass away in the saddle while working or in retirement. Because one of the biggest things, the most important pieces about being prepared for the future is to make sure, hey, no matter what, I want to make sure my family is taken care of. That's certainly a priority for me. And I sure hope it's a priority for you as well. I assume it's a priority for you as well because you're you're here you're watching this. So let's dive right in. Now, again, what is exactly what a spouse gets if you were to pass away in retirement is going to be different than what they get if you pass away while working. Okay. So if you want to see, I've got some other videos on survivor benefits, which is all about the options you have on what your spouse can get in retirement. So definitely go check those out. Um, if you go back to my website, hawsfederaladvisors.com, you could find tons of resources there on that topic, um, tons of articles and videos, and certainly on the YouTube channel and the podcast, you can find videos on the survivor benefits as well, okay? So there's that. Now, here's the deal. Let's talk about what you came here for and what happens if you're still working. What happens if you're still working, you're not retired yet, you haven't elected a survivor benefit yet, and you, let's say, pass away, okay? I'm hoping for most of you, this is a hypothetical question, right? And you're just planning for the future. That's the goal, but I, I'm sure... There's going to be lots of you watching that maybe your spouse just passed away and they're a federal employee and you're wondering what you get now that they passed away. Are you eligible for anything? So let's let's dive in. Basically, there's two types of benefits, payouts that you can get as a spouse of a now deceased federal employee. 
Okay, number one is a lump sum. So first and foremost, you're gonna get a lump sum payment um, which basically comes in, there's two different pieces that, that go into that. That lump sum is going to be 50%, 50% of what the federal employee's salary was plus a fixed amount, which right now it's about 32000 So let's just do a simple example. Let's say you're the spouse of a, a now deceased federal employee and that's the federal employee, their salary right before they died was about $100,000. So basically the lump sum payment would be half of that, so $50,000, plus the fixed amount of about 32. So it would be about $82,000 that that lump sum would be that you would get a check, boom, um, as a surviving spouse. Now, this is separate from any other amounts of money that the, the federal employee was to leave behind, whether it's the TSP, whether it's unused annually. Those sort of things will be, of course, on top of this, um, but this lump sum is a piece of this, okay? So that's the first piece. Now, uh, before I, I go any further, you have to know that not all spouses of federal employees get this lump sum. You have to be eligible for it. And here are the criteria. Number one, the federal employee spouse who has now passed away has to have had at least 18 months of credible civilian service. Okay, 18 months of credible civilian service. And you would have to have been married to the spouse, right? Or if you're the federal, federal employee, you ha would have to be married to your spouse for at least nine months. Now that nine month criteria for being married that long does go away if you have kids together or if the death was caused by an accident, okay? So that is the, the rules to be eligible for that lump sum is hey, um, you have to have at least 18 months worth of credible FERS civilian service, right? That's the federal employee spouse and be married at least nine months, okay? So that's that and again, you get the lump sum payment, which is 50% of your salary. So if your salary is 100,000, that's 50% or 50,000 plus a fixed amount of about 32, making a total of about 82,000 that they would get. Now, if you have life insurance and those sort of things, that of course would be on top of this as well. That would be an extra payment above and beyond this, okay? So that is the lump sum. Now, ideally, this is the smaller potato, small chump change compared to the monthly payment that most, most spouses of federal employees can get assuming the federal employee has been working for a while okay so the next piece that a surviving spouse would be potentially eligible for is a monthly payment and this monthly payment is only for those spouses who have been married to a federal employee who the federal employee had worked at least 10 years had at least 10 years of credible FERS service if you had at least 10 years as a federal employee then if you died while you're still working your spouse can still get a quote-unquote pension from all your time you put in with the federal government, okay? But here's how it works. Here's how it works. So again, you gotta have 10 years as a federal employee for this to be, um, for your spouse to have this, but this is how it is calculated. Basically, they, your spouse is going to be eligible to up to 50% of whatever pension you accrued so far. Now, if you're not familiar with how your pension is calculated in retirement as a first federal employee, that's gonna be really critical to understand. I'm not gonna dive into it super deep. I'm gonna glance on it today, but not super deep. So if you wanna go more in depth, I've got a great article and video on this back on the website, hawsfederaladvisors.com. And actually, if you just Google FERS Retirement Calculator, that article is going to be one of the first couple um, of the links to click on, and it'll take you right there, okay? So that's that. Long story short, this is what it's based on. As the federal employee, it's going to be based on what your salary is, your high three salary, right? Basically, the average salary you got paid 
most of the time in the last three years of your career, okay? Plus how many years of service you have. As long as it's more than 10, you're eligible, but the more years of service you have, the bigger this benefit for a surviving spouse is going to be, okay? Those are the big things that are gonna affect it. Now let's do an example to give you a feel for what this would be. And I'm gonna, I have my handy dandy notebook. Now, if you're listening on the podcast, I am gonna be showing my notebook with some visuals, so you definitely could check out the YouTube channel at your own leisure when you're not driving, when you're not doing crazy stuff, okay? Um, let's dive in, let's do an example. Let's say a federal employee, um, when they passed away, let's say their high three was $100,000, okay? Let's say $100,000, and let's say they had 20 years of service, okay? So the math works out like this. Basically, the math is $100,000 multiplied by their 20 years of service, okay, multiplied by 1%. Now, people ask, where does that 1% come from? It's a, a fixed multiplier that is generally what is used for FERS pensions. There's exceptions to that, which you can certainly learn about on the article about how this is all calculated. But just as a simple rule, I'm going to go with 1% to give a simple example for now, okay? So when we do this math, $100,000 multiplied by 20, multiplied by 1%, we get $20,000, okay? We get $20,000. Now, $20,000 is the amount the federal employee would get, okay, that they're potentially, they have accrued in a pension so far, technically, okay? However, that's an annual amount. If we want to get a monthly amount, we have to divide $20,000 by 12. So if we do that math, okay, $20,000 divided by 12, well, what we get right here, let me get the number up, 1,666, okay? So, 20,000 divided by 12 equals 1,666. Now, this is how much technically the federal, federal employee has accrued in a pension so far. So the surviving spouse is not eligible for the full 1,600, the full 1,666. They'd only be eligible for up to half of that. Okay, so we have to divide it by two to get what the surviving spouse would potentially get. So we get $833 on a monthly basis, okay? $833. So that is, again, a very simple example of what this might look like. So again, I'm hoping everyone watching this isn't in this circumstance, but I'm sure there are those that are gonna really have to know, okay, what is this amount gonna be for me? But that is the rough math on how it comes together, okay? So long story short, it is going to pay to keep your spouse alive, okay? Because the longer they can live, the bigger their TSP gets, the bigger their retirement gets, and when they're alive, they can get the full pension. If the federal employee passes away, they you only get up to half of it. So again, you are, it's in your best interest to keep them healthy, keep them happy, keep them alive, okay? So that is how this works. If you die while you're still working, your spouse, as long as you're eligible for these benefits, right? As long as you have at least 10 years of service, they can get a monthly check for the rest of their life. And that is the basics of how it all works. Now, I know there's nuances here. There's, there's so many nuances that I could never cover, even if I talked about this one topic for hours and hours and hours. But this will give you the basic understanding of what your spouse could be eligible for and to make sure that they are gonna be okay. So I hope that's helpful. If you have any other further questions, there's a link again in the description to submit those and you guys have an incredible rest of your day.